Hey, Mama. I am so, so excited for the first episode of the Mama Turn Mompreneur podcast. Today, I will be sharing with you all about who I am, my mompreneur journey, the top four pivotal lessons I learned my first year of business, and what you can expect from this podcast. So let's get started. Hey, Mama. Welcome to the Mama Turn Mompreneur Podcast. I'm Andrea Singletary, a wife, mom of two, podcaster, and former virtual assistant turned podcast manager and consultant. Friend, I know you're tired of offering all the things as an online service provider. You're tired of working endless hours throughout the week and not earning an income to match how hard you are working. You desire to grow and scale your business, but you're not sure how or where to even begin. If you're ready to get the full scoop on how to successfully grow and scale your business without, wait for it, sacrificing motherhood or your sanity, grab your coffee, pull out that notebook and pen, put in those earbuds and let's dig in. All right, so before we dig in today's episode, I want to invite you to the Mama Turn Mompreneur Facebook community. One thing I have learned since being an online business owner is the need for other mompreneur friends. This mompreneur life is not easy and it can be very lonely at times. So I wanted to create a community so that we are alone, that we have that support that we need that we have that village surrounding us and uplifting us when we need it most. So if you are looking for a community of supportive mamas who are raising children and running businesses, come join us over in the Mama Turn Mompreneur Balancing Motherhood and Entrepreneurship community. In this group, I will be sharing tips and resources for balancing motherhood and entrepreneurship, daily encouragement, and just creating a safe space for you to ask any questions you may have about business, motherhood, whatever is on your heart. To join the community, you can head over to mamaturnmompreneur.com backslash community. I will also link the group in the show notes, and I can't wait to see you in there. All right, so who am I? Well, as I shared in my intro, My name is Andrea Singletary. I have so many roles. (laughs) Um, So I'm a wife. Me and my husband have been married for four years, but have been together for seven years at the time of this recording. So we started dating in 2015. And funny story, we met on (laughs) eHarmony. And Yeah, we've been together. So as of 2022, it makes seven years. Um, And we have two beautiful children. Our oldest is Josiah. He's at the time of this recording, two years old. And our youngest is Eden and she's five months. And it has been such an adventure. Um, We, so we weren't actively trying for Eden. We were actively trying for Josiah. 
Eden, she was a surprise. And um, funny thing, both of our babies are April babies. Like their birthdays are 10 days apart. <laughs> um, so yeah, I discovered after getting pregnant with Eden that August is my most fertile month. I'm sure that's TMI, but yeah. So uh, we have two beautiful children. And before I entered the online business space, I actually worked in the early childhood field. So I started my journey in the early childhood field during my second to last year of working on my bachelor's degree. Um, I started out just volunteering and doing an internship at the college I went to. They had a infant toddler center. And so I got to help out in the classrooms with the kids and absolutely loved it. And so I continued along that path. I ended up moving. So just so you guys know, I'm from Southern California. Um, So I ended up moving from the Inland Empire, which most of you guys probably don't know what that is, (laughs) to San Diego. And I started my early childhood career out there. So I started out as a preschool teacher assistant. And within that first year, I was promoted to a preschool teacher. And I loved it. I absolutely love kids, like just how their brains work. And uh, they're just so much fun, so creative. And I love their honesty. (laughs) And so I continued along that path. I ended up coming back to the Inland Empire. And I um, got my master's in child development. And throughout that time, I was working as a preschool teacher. And then after I got my master's, I was able to get an assistant director position. And then eventually, I was able to get a preschool director position. And I did that for three years. So from 2017 to 2020. And then in 2019, that's when I got pregnant with Josiah. And had him April 2020, which was at the height of the pandemic, which that's a whole another situation there. So I'm not going to go down that road. Um, But yeah, I had him. And while I was actually on maternity leave, the preschool I oversaw ended up closing down. And so I, I wouldn't say unexpectedly, but I was kind of forced into being um, a stay-at-home mom. Not to say that I didn't want to be one because I, while I was on maternity leave, I was going back and forth about whether or not to actually return to my job just because this was my first and I wanted to be there for all those special moments. And I kept thinking back to how my mom always said how she regretted that she wasn't there for my first moments. She would always tell me the story about how um, my aunt kept me and one day my mom went to go pick me up and I walked to the door. And so like that was the first time my mom had ever saw me walk. And my aunt was like, oh, Andrea's been doing that. Or I should say my nickname is Andy. So she was like, oh, Andy's been doing that. And so I didn't want that for me. Like I wanted to see my son take his first steps and everything. And so it ended up um, working out. And so his first year, I I was home with him. I was actually in school working on another master's. <laughs> um, I was considering becoming a speech therapist and I completed the first year of the program. I loved what I was learning, but I absolutely hated it. I hated how much work I was doing and how much 
it was taking of my time and energy and I didn't feel like I was focusing enough on my son. So I ended up disenrolling after that first year. However, I will say I am glad I did do that first year because I learned so much about speech, which plays such a huge role in what I do as a podcast manager. So it benefited me doing that first year. Um, but anyways, yeah, so I, I disenrolled from the program and I just became a full on stay at home mom. I went back into my early child development role. So like planning activities for my son and doing a lot of the one on one stuff and focusing on, you know, nurturing those different areas of development. And I enjoyed it. But I also realized too, he was getting older and he needed to be able to socialize with other kids his age. So towards the end of last year, um, we ended up putting him in a preschool and it was one of the best decisions that we made. Like he, he needed that. He, he so needed that. And I needed it too. And that I needed that break. But because I had all this free time on my hands, I I needed to find something to do. And so I just went on this journey of trying all the things like you name it. I've done it like gig work, all of that. Like I was a ship shopper, which I love doing. Um, and I made pretty good money before ship change, like how they pay, you know, the gig workers and all of that. But um, it was a lot of fun doing that. But it's you get burnt out pretty easily, especially like depending on how large the deliveries are that you're doing. Um, and for those who don't know, ship shopping, it's pretty much you go grocery shopping or go shopping for the customer and you deliver their groceries to them. Um, so, yeah, I did that. And then I also launched a motherhood blog last year which I I was planning to chronicle my whole motherhood journey. And I did pretty good with it, like sticking to it, posting weekly and everything. But I ended up getting pregnant with Eden in August of last year, and I had no energy. (laughs) So between being pregnant and caring for a toddler, like I had nothing left to give. So the blog got put on the back burner but I still wanted to do something for myself. And so I started researching and trying out different things. I had really enjoyed creating and building my blog in WordPress. And I did like the actual website, not, you know, the free one, but like I I did that. I love customizing it and everything. And I actually ended up building a website for one of my current clients. And so I was like, ooh, I like this. Can I make this into a career? And so I started researching and I came across virtual assistants. And I really liked what you could do like as a virtual assistant. Like there were so many opportunities. Like, and I had a lot of the skills that were in demand. And so I researched different courses and did all the things. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to become a virtual assistant. And I just jumped right in. I filed for my LLC. Um, and my business at the time was called the Savvy VA Mama, which I love the play on the words. 
And I I went all in. I started with um, by promoting my business on my personal page. And I gained my first couple of clients were people that I knew personally. And then after gaining that confidence, I started networking in Facebook groups. And by the end of last year, I want to say I had four clients. And then going into this year, I had five VA clients. And so it was a lot of fun, but I was doing all the things. I was offering blog copywriting, social media management, general admin. I was pretty much trying to piece together all these different services so that I could try to quickly hit, you know, four or five K months. And I was getting so burnt out. Like I was beyond stressed. I was like, I didn't enjoy what I was doing. Like, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I hate social media management. I hate managing my own social media, which was why I ended up making that one of the first things I outsourced in my business. But yeah, I hated it. And it's like, well, why are you offering a service that you hate? So anyways, I, I realized that I didn't really enjoy everything that I was doing. I, I love doing the general admin. Um, I love that piece of being a virtual assistant, but I didn't feel like it was sustainable for where I was trying to go in my business. And so I did some more researching and I came across podcast management. Now, I absolutely love listening to podcasts. Like podcasts have gotten me through my first like year of motherhood. Like when I was brand spanking new, I was like, okay, good. I am not the only one going through this. And so I decided to, I was like, you know what? I'm going to look into this. I'm going to take a course. I'm going to learn all that I can learn about it. And I'm going to do this thing. And so I ended up taking Lauren Wrighton's podcast manager program. Absolutely loved it. Learned so much and caught on quickly just because one, I have that background in writing blogs and writing in general. So the show notes piece was pretty easy for me. But then also to the editing, like I said earlier, because I went through that first year of the speech program, I learned so much about connected speech, plosives, like all the things that you have to pay attention to as a podcast manager when you're editing your client's episodes. And so I was able to easily transition into this position. And so I, now mind you, remember I said I was pregnant. Now I started the podcast manager program early April. I was due with my daughter Eden at the end of April. My goal was to finish the course before I had her, which I did. And I ended up landing my first podcast management in May. And it was one of my former virtual assistant clients. And so I I loved it. Like I got to work with someone I was already familiar with. And so it made it easy transitioning into being a podcast manager. And then from there, after working with her for about a month or two, I started looking for opportunities on Upwork. And that's how I found my second client, or I should say clients because it's a, a host and a co-host. 
And um, from there, like I started gaining momentum. And now as of October 2022, I am almost fully booked out. So since I transitioned from being a VA to a podcast manager, I could no longer be the savvy VA mama. It just did not make sense. Um, And I had people who were reaching out to me or like, hey, are you a VA or a podcast manager? I'm confused. And so just after thinking on it and thinking about my journey and everything, that's how I came up with Mama Turn Mompreneur. And it perfectly describes who I am, what I do, and just my overall journey of getting to where I am today. And so I went through the whole rebrand process. I kept my original brand colors because I absolutely love them. Like that purple and turquoise color combination. It is, it's amazing. I love it. And so, um, yeah, I went through the whole rebranding process. I did a full on photo shoot and I incorporated my kids in it. You guys can check out the pictures on my website. It's just, it was amazing, like just doing this rebrand, this complete transition and going full on in with being a podcast manager. And so now that as of October, 2022, I have completed my first year of being an entrepreneur, first year being in business on my own and have done, I've done great my first year. Like I am not one to toot my own horn, but I have more than doubled my income compared to when I first started. And not only that, I am making more than what I was making as a preschool director. And I was making pretty good money as a preschool director. And so to have been able to do that in my first year, like that's amazing. Like that is not something I take lightly. I owe all of it to God. Like you guys are gonna hear me talk about my relationship with Jesus Christ. Like he is my everything. I would not be where I am today without him. I would not have my kids, my husband. I wouldn't have the life that I have without him. Yeah, like I I learned a lot this first year of business and I am gonna share that with you guys. I'm gonna share my top four lessons for what I learned in my first year of business. The first lesson I learned is that finding your niche or niche, tomato, tomato, So finding your niche and sticking with it will be your greatest strength as a mompreneur. Now, I am not going to dive deep into this topic because I am going to do a three-part series on all things niche or um, niching down. So I don't want to dive into that because in episodes two through four, I am going to give you all the juicy goodness related to when to find your niche, how to go about doing it, and the ways in which it will benefit you and your business. So I'm going to leave that for those episodes, even though I love talking about it. I'm going to, I'm going to hold back. I'm going to restrain myself. Okay. But yeah, I, when I went from being a virtual assistant, offering all the things to literally focusing on podcast management and having my ideal client in mind, I more than doubled my monthly income. So that that is how powerful niching down is. Like it does great things for your business. So anyways, like I said, I'm gonna save the rest for the mini series. 
The second lesson I learned is that you are the CEO of your business. So that means you decide when you work and when you are available to your clients. This was a hard decision I had to make because going from being a mom of one to a mom of two, my time became even more limited and it became even more precious. And so I had to make the tough decision to go from working Monday through Friday to only working three days a week. So that way, when my kids are home with me the other two days, I could be fully present for them. And so doing that, I did lose a couple of clients, but I gained other clients who are very supportive of me making that decision. And so when you have that CEO mindset, you aren't going to be scared to make those changes that you need to make that are going to better not only you, but benefit your family, just benefit your way of life. And so another thing with that too is that I have um, restrictions for when I communicate with my clients. So the two days that I have my kids home, I cut off all communication with my clients. And it's not to be rude or anything like that, but because I have to be fully present for my kids. I have a two-year-old and a five-month-old who they need all of me. (laughs) And so I, for the most part, during those days at their home, I don't communicate with clients. I don't respond to emails. I sometimes do get free time, like if they're taking a nap or if like my son, he's playing independently and everything. And I may, you know, check an email or respond to a Voxer message. But I had to really develop that CEO mindset and set the rules for my business. Another lesson I learned, this is lesson number three is that you have to charge your worth and not what you think someone will pay for your services. You have a skill set that is so needed, so you cannot sell yourself short. This is so important because I think a lot of times uh, when we first start out in business, we are scared to quote a higher price because we're like, oh, they're not gonna wanna pay that Or we start to question like, oh, you know, I've only been in business five months, six months. I don't think I should be charging this much. And the thing is, is that you are good at what you do. And if you don't know something, you know how to find it out. You are providing a service that is worth the investment. And so that is something that I had to learn early on. And if you think about it too, your services and what you do, that's a business investment. So you want potential clients that not only value their business, but they value it enough to value your services and be willing to pay what your fees are. And I I had a client, um, one of my current clients, she told me that. She told me, she said, Andrea, you are worth the investment. And those are the type of clients you want, who they see your worth, they see what you have to offer, they see what all that you're doing, and they see the ways in which you are helping them. You are taking things off of their plate. You are giving them back time and energy so that they can focus on other things, more important things in their business. And then lesson number four is that You can be a successful mompreneur without sacrificing motherhood or your sanity. Now, let me just say, 
being a mompreneur and raising kids, it's not easy, but it's possible. It's possible when you have the support you need, both in person and virtually, because like I said earlier, you need that community of other mompreneurs. Um, It's also possible when you invest in yourself. So self-care is so important, and this will be one of the things that I am going to talk about on the podcast. Every other Friday, we will have Self-Care Friday, so I'm going to make sure both for to hold me and you guys accountable. One of the ways I have been able to find balance in being a mom and a business owner is, like I said, not committing to or not like communicating with clients on the days that my kids are home, but also not scheduling meetings on that day. So like um, in my scheduler, the days that my kids are home, no one is allowed to schedule a meeting with me. Like those days are blocked off. And so you have to create, set those boundaries and you, you don't have to make yourself available all the time. Like you have to have those boundaries in place, both, you know, in your business and as a mom. And so there are times where I may do some work when the kids are home, like I just said a little while ago. But like I said, that's around nap time. That's like early in the morning. Like I will get up before them, before they wake up. Or I will, you know, stay up late. Like right now, it is 1145 at night and I'm recording this podcast. And that's that's the sacrifice I'm willing to make. Like I am a night owl. So staying up late like this, it does not affect me. Like I am the most creative, most alert, like most like, yeah, let's get this done during like any time after 9 p.m. Like if I could. If my clients would be willing to comply any meetings, I would like schedule them like this late. Like that's how like I'm fully present and fully alert and like, yes, I'm all in. Um, But anyways, sorry, going off on a tangent. And so, yeah, like I, I set my schedule up that way so that I'm, I'm not trying to you know, be two things at once. Like when I'm with my kids, I'm with my kids. When I'm working on my stuff for business, I am in business mode. So you have to, you know, do that in order to create that balance. So yeah, like when my kids are home, for the most part, my laptop is on my desk, closed shut. Like I, cause I can't, like I, like I said, I have a five month old and a two year old and like my five month old, she's nursing. So (laughs) if I don't have her attached to me, I have my son trying to climb all over me or something. So yeah, those are the four lessons that I have learned in my first year of business. And I just wanted to share that with you guys. The last thing I want to share is why I launched this podcast. As you've seen from those four lessons, I have learned so much in my first year of business. And I was able to really grow my business fairly quickly. Like not everyone does that in their first year of business. A lot of times it's like kind of figuring a lot of stuff out, you know, figuring out one, what you want to do as an online service provider, but really just mapping everything out. It's just that the first few years can be pretty tough as a um, business owner but I was able to quickly grow my business. And so 
I often like when I'm on Facebook networking and different Facebook groups, I see so many mompreneurs who are becoming discouraged or they give up in their first year of business. And it's, it's heartbreaking to see. Like, I, I want to see every mompreneur succeed. I, I want to see them grow their business and live that life they want to live. So my why behind this podcast is to provide the support and resources that new mompreneurs need. So like you guys can think of me as your online business bestie cheering you on every step of the way. But not only am I encouraging you, I will also be giving you the inside scoop on how to grow your business and live the life you desire. Like I am one who I don't hold back. Like I share what I learn. I share what works for me. I am not one of those people where it's like, oh, you got to pay me to do this. Like, and don't get me wrong, I do set those boundaries, but I also, I like to give a lot of stuff away because I want to see you succeed. I'm going to give you guys a firsthand look into how, one, finding my niche and really nurturing it and going full on, like going hard for my niche has allowed me to grow my business exponentially. So I'm going to share with you how I've done that. I'm also going to be sharing because, hello, podcast manager here. I'm going to be sharing how starting a podcast center around your business can lead to more clients and sales. And I see this with my clients all the time. Like I was talking to one of my clients today and she told me, she was like, Andrea, my sales, because she's she's an educator and she has a TPT store. Her sales have almost doubled since last year. Like, and even if you just like looking at where she started at the beginning of this year compared to the last couple of months since launching her podcast, she has more than doubled her income. I'm like, I don't play about this. Like, I am all about podcasting. Like, it is one of the best ways to grow your business. And I will, I'm going to go into all of that with you guys. Like we're going to talk all things podcasting, but not just all things podcasting, like going over like different business strategies and pretty much sharing my journey with you guys. Like what I have learned along the way, what I'm currently learning. And then two, I also want to be sharing with you guys, like how to take care of yourself, like physically, mentally, and emotionally. And so that's going to be part of that self-care Friday. Like every other Friday, we're going to talk about self-care stuff, whether that's doing away with mom guilt, because we all deal with that at some point in our motherhood journey. And we're going to just talk about all these things just so that we are making sure we're taking care of ourselves physically, mentally, and emotionally. And like I said, this is not just for you guys, but it's also to hold me accountable because Self-care is always the last on my list. I serve everybody else and that if I have a little bit energy left, I will do something for me. So, okay, you guys are going to help me and I'm going to help you. I am so excited for where things are going to go with this podcast. I am excited to share this amazing content with you guys. And so if this episode encouraged you in Anyway, I have a favor to ask. Can you please take a screenshot of it and share it in your Instagram stories and make sure you tag me 
my Instagram is mama turn mompreneur. And so I just want to thank you guys again for listening. Also, just a reminder, we're going to be starting a three episode series on all things niching down. That's going to be episodes two, three, and four. And I'm excited to share this with you guys. And I really believe it's going to help you because I am going to be sharing the exact formula I follow to grow my business and double my monthly income my first year of business. So thank you guys. Talk to you soon. Mama, thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy day to hang with me. If this podcast just gave you the confidence boost and insight you needed to take your online business to the next level, will you do me a huge favor and share this episode with all your mompreneur friends? Sharing this episode and leaving a review will help us to reach all the mamas out there who are ready to take their current business to the next level without sacrificing motherhood or their sanity. I love, love, love reading your reviews. Also, I am all about community and building a village. I would love it if you join me over in the Mama Turn Mompreneur Facebook group. Remember, you are doing amazing, Mama. Much love, and I will chat with you again soon.